Hey y'all, this is your host, Crystal Johnson, and welcome to the Read My Lipstick podcast. Each Thursday, we highlight authentic and relatable stories from phenomenal women of color, delivering powerful bite-sized content guaranteed to inspire you on the next step of your journey. People often say, what goes up must eventually come down. Our next guest had once been on top of the world to only lose it all and start again. Situations like this can rattle even the strongest amongst us, but it's really not the end of the world. You invented yourself once and you can do it again through the lessons you've learned, humility, and a willingness to do things differently. It's true, according to Tiffany Williams, founder of Organized Energy, who has found her sweet spot and rewritten her story. Welcome to the show, Tiffany. Hey there, Crystal. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so much for coming on. So it makes me really anxious to think about starting over and rebuilding from the ground up. What was your process and what kept you going when the odds were stacked against you? Um, That's a great question. Um, And for me, the process um, came after the uh, realization and the reminder of what it was that was keeping me going. So what I mean by that is, first of all, in tough times, uh, sometimes you look around and you feel like you just everything you, you feel like just everything's going wrong. And that's not necessarily the truth. There are still some great things going on in life, no matter what the tough times look like. So with that being said, I have something that was special and no matter what, it's always going to be the best part of my life. And that's my four children. And so knowing that I have their attention, knowing that they are looking at me to get an example of how to live this life, how to do this thing, then I was even more adamant about knowing that, yes, we can be up and yes, we can be down. It's a matter of how we handle our down moments and and just knowing that again we will rise and knowing that my kids are looking at me for that. So then realizing what it was that kept me going then gave me motive to then devise the process. So the process for me was not only looking at my children but then looking to God. You know, I'm a woman of faith and I know that there are different faiths out there and I understand that. So but for me in um and and for my relationship with God that was really the strength that kept me going in tough times. And so the process ended up being um, one where I had to begin to increase my faith. And that came from increasing my prayer life. And as a result of the prayer and listening, not just praying, but having moments of just solitude and meditation and listening to hear what God was in turn, in return saying to me, um, then that gave me strength to say, you know what, you're not the first one that's going through this tough time. You won't be the last one that's going through this tough time. Uh, And so pity party over, you know, you've done this for long enough. It's time to get up. It's time to take action. And so my old pastor used to talk about um, this book that he's read called Don't Cry Past Tuesday. 
Well, I never read the book, but he always would summarize that um, one of the biggest takeaways from the book is allow yourself to uh, to grieve or mourn or go through whatever your feelings are going to be. But you have to set a deadline and say, I'm not going to cry past Tuesday. I'm not going to let this take over every day for the rest of the days that I have here, you know, so that was, so my process ended up being, you know, increasing prayer time, increasing meditation. It ended up being doing just brainstorming, just kind of beginning to journal so that I can get those things out of my head that were overwhelming me and onto paper and slowly but surely just journaling itself and just pulling out um, what is it that is affecting my mind right now? What has me all upset? What are those feelings that are all balled up on the inside? So um, as I just kind of picked apart every little thing that had me feeling overwhelmed. And when I put it on paper, it didn't seem so bad after all. It didn't seem like it felt, you know? And so when you see it on paper, it's a matter of, okay, I see this thing. Okay, now what do you do with it? You know, what are your options here? Okay, here's the problem. What are some sample solutions? You know, what are the possibilities here? And then when you begin to look at it like that, then you take a um, a systematic approach to doing whatever needs to be done. Once you figured out, here are my options. Here's the pros, here's the cons, here's what I can do. I can either do A, B, or C. And yeah. it just makes it so much easier. So the biggest thing is faith. Next biggest thing is just actually um, journaling. And from journaling, it became, becomes you know actually devising a plan. And then the plan turns into baby steps to make the plan actually come to fruition. And then before you know it, if you do that on a daily basis, practicing self-care in the midst of all that, you can withstand any storm and you can come out stronger on the other side. Don't cry past Tuesday. That is some incredible advice because I'm guilty of it. And I know a lot of our listeners are guilty of that too, where something happens and you're just so stuck in it for so long that you're like, well, I should have done this or I should have done that just in the past. and thinking about the future, like what are the effects of what happened last week or in the past going to be instead of thinking in the present. And like you said, writing down those goals and devising a plan to get to where you're going. So that is really incredible advice and a perfect segue into talking about organized energy. So now you are the founder and CEO of Organized Energy, and you help small business owners and entrepreneurs to achieve balance by providing various concierge services. What types of situations do you see continuously show up in your work? And how do you help these entrepreneurs and business owners solve for these issues? So that's an excellent question. And um, you're right. It, there are certain uh, scenarios or instances that do uh, repeatedly show up in most people and in most people that I've in co- come in contact with. So um, one of two examples. So one example is either people just don't know how to get started. Sometimes they are overwhelmed with um, just the thought process and they're overthinking things and they just haven't even jumped in there to even give it a shot. Um, because we overthink, we want it to be perfect. So we're not going to do it until the conditions are perfect. And so we're like, "Mm, I'll hold off, or I don't even know where to begin and don't know how to get help for that. So that's one instance. The other instance is when people are in it, they've already began, they're overwhelmed because they are knee deep in many things that are on their plate. So, um, 
and and when in in doing um, the work that I do, I came to realize the pain point, and as a result, I said, you know what? But this is a strength of mine, so I can not only you know consult with you, consult with you and um, and hear you rationalize out what your pain points are. I can be a solution to that as well. A lot of times when you're consulting. Um, a lot of times we find ourselves giving advice. We're giving um, our clients a list of things to do. You know, they say what they need and we're saying, okay, it sounds like you need X, Y, Z. So all you got to do is do X, Y, Z. Well, what about when you have that client that you're telling, all you got to do is X, Y, Z and you'll be great. Mm -hmm. And they don't have the time to do that. They don't have the know-how, they don't have the interest, or they just have too much going on to even think about doing what needs to be done to help them achieve success. So all that being said, um, I find that today's professional, um, today's woman, um, today's man, we, um, I find that they have so many things to do. And especially with small business owners, you often find yourself wearing many hats in, uh, in operating your business. So you, um, you run the business, so you do the thing that you do. So if you do hair, then you're doing the hair all day, or if you do whatever. And, but on top of that, you have to be, you do marketing, you do bookkeeping, you do social media management, you, whatever needs to be done, you're doing it all. <laughs> and so for me, um, not only can I engage with you and educate you and consult you, you know, all that kind of really the same thing. I can also help you execute because if you're so busy doing what you do to help make yourself successful in your small business, but the back office things are not getting done, which is then slowly but surely killing the success that you're doing on the front side. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I can help you with that. I help with client engagement. So that is, you know, returning phone calls, that is um, doing administrative coordinating type of things, that's scheduling, that's drafting documents, that is bookkeeping, you know, invoicing, helping with marketing and branding initiatives. Because not only um, do I do consulting work in a yesteryear life, you know, many years ago, I owned another small business and I know what it feels like to just do it all. And it's my pleasure to kind of help because some of my strengths are with um, leadership development. And so that's where my training comes in, you know, as far as helping other people and consulting them. But I love admin work. That's something that I can do, you know, with my eyes closed. So I say, you know, I tell people, you know, as we are devising this list of things that needs to be done, if there's anything on this list that you cannot do on your own, I can help you in execution. I can help you in with engaging with your clients. You know, I can help you with the bookkeeping or at least setting up automations so that some of this stuff is working for you with your, you know, while you're asleep. You know, some things can just, you can set up certain tools and resources that are out there, apps and software that help you um, engage with their clients, do your bookkeeping for you, do the scheduling for you. So I kind of help people become more familiar with the tools that are available so that they can kind of work smarter and not harder. So in helping small business owners and entrepreneurs with their work-life balance, on one end, it is the administrative coordination. My favorite part is the consulting work. So that's the work-life balance. People say coaching, everything is coaching, coaching, coaching in today's society. Um, I like to say accountability partner. I like to say cheerleader. I even like to say friend. So on that, it feels more like a margarita Monday when you come and work with me <laughs> because you get to, everything is so stressed and in business, we have to keep this image. You know, we have to, uh, we have to look so uptight and so professional and so well put together. And we don't really get to enjoy the, um, uh, the benefit of just putting our, letting our hair down, just being ourselves laughing, just being goofy sometimes, making mistakes, you know, just having a good time with this thing. Because for me, 
It is about enjoying it because you get one time and one time only to do it. So when, uh, when, and so with that being said, having this image that you need to try to portray as a professional, you got it all together. A lot of times you, um, I know with myself in, in my past, you know, I was afraid to just even open up and say, you know what, I'm having a tough time right now. Like, you know what, I'm suffering in silence right now. Things don't look like they look out there to you. You know, at home when these doors get shut, it is not fun in this house. You know, there's some hurt, there's some pain, there's some struggle going on. And so people need an opportunity to have a safe outlet a safe place to just be themselves. So when I do work-life balance consulting and um, uh, accountability partner sessions, that is your the whole person. That's holistic. That's not just talking about their profession and how we can help their business to grow. That is part of it with personal branding and business strategy. Yes. But another part is just you. What about you? You know, sometimes people say, how's the business going? And I look past that and I want to know, how is Crystal doing? How are you doing? You know, because it has to be a lot on your plate, you know. And so that being said, um, we talk about all the little parts that make up you, you know, whether it's your finances, whether it's your mental state, whether it's just self-care things we need to do, whether are you physically fit? Are you eating well? Are you sleeping well? What do your relationships look like? You know, um, and just so on and so forth. We're, we're wanting to achieve balance and as much balance as possible. We know that it's not nothing is perfect, but as much balance as possible. So we talk about time management that's huge. You can do a lot if you manage your time correctly, you know. Um, so we talk about time management and all those things, you know, distress management. So for me, my favorite thing to do is to give you that woo-saw moment, that margarita Monday with a girlfriend moment, the, the moment where you really can't be transparent to anybody else because you're afraid of um, you're afraid of uh, being judged or you're afraid of um, people repeating your business, you know, to someone else and, and all that. So lack of confidentiality, lack of trust. So I'm that friend who, you know, you can just dump on, who you can share with, but you don't get to waste your time or my time strictly doing dumping. We don't just dump, you know, we're going to, we, we, I do need you to have a safe space to let out what needs to be let out. But before you leave me each session, you have work to do. You know, we're not going to have a pity party. We are rising in victory. So I always give you something to do that's going to help you move two steps forward by the next time we meet. Yeah. So it just came back full circle again. Yes, you have that space to do what you need to do to express how it is that you feel. But don't cry past Tuesday. <laughs> I really love that. And I'm, I'm going to use it all the time. So you are superwoman, like a modern day superwoman. And it seems like you're managing the lives of all of your clients. So how do you maintain your own sense of work-life balance? Oh my gosh, that is an amazing question. <laughs> and I I had to learn things the hard way. Um, so again, I am huge on uh, time management. In order to have work-life balance, you have first have to have a, a handle on your time. Um, there's no other way. There's no other way. And in order to have a handle on your time, then you need to make an investment in um, time management tools, starting with a planner. Um, people do, excuse me, people do, um, use, um, technology. They have all kinds of apps on their phones and calendars and reminders and all that. That's cool. Whatever. I'm old school. I'm all about the satisfaction of making a list. And like that special treat for me comes when I can just like 
cross something off my list. Like I just get this, I don't know, this rush of whatever when I can just say, yes, I did this thing. I can knock this off my list. So I like to write things down. So a planner, an actual planner, you, you know, physical planner is best for me. I do use um, tools on my phone as backups and reminders and things like that. You know, we have Google calendars or Outlook calendars or whatever other software you might use. Um, but it starts with having um, a handle on your time management and also establishing boundaries. So for me, I love business. I love helping people. I love it that you can call me at any time, day or night. I have a client who um, has their clients, like they're constantly emailing all day, all night, because they're so excited about one of my clients' services. And so people are constantly texting and emailing and whatever. And, you know, it's so easy for me to be excited about that and for me to reply in the middle of the night, because sometimes I'm up, you know. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, dear so-and-so, thanks for inquiring. Here's information that you're requesting. And I had to stop that even, because though I love doing what I do, it has to have balance. So I can't, I don't return calls on the weekends anymore. I don't respond to emails on the weekends unless I'm doing some catch-up work. Um, I work Monday through Thursday um, and I work during certain hours. And after those hours are up, there's no more work to be done. Why? Because I'm trying to achieve balance. My children after school deserve my time. You know, my family, my friends, or just me, I need me time. So in order to achieve work-life balance and for me to be able to do as much as I do for my clients, I've got to first start with me. I have to first be that example. If I'm going to um, talk it, I've got to walk it. So that's, that's the key is establishing, um, time management, coming up with an agenda, a way that you want your day to flow, you know, from the beginning to the end, you know, I get up at four fifteen, I do this. And then at four thirty, I should be starting on that. And at five, I should be doing this. And if you have a, a guide for yourself for the day of how you want your day to roll through, then, um, and you've put that in a planner as well, and you communicate those boundaries to other people so that they know, they just can't call you willy-nilly and you and then you answer and they won't get offended if you don't take their call because I have a time of my day where I've set aside for making phone calls because otherwise I can get easily distracted with the call and it takes me off track for other things that I'm doing or whatever it is. So with that being said, because my day is set up so stringently, then I can't accept every invitation or I can't go to everything. I can't do everything for some people. So um, one of my recent posts that I made on my social media platforms is um, just, it was talking about balance and, um, and just learning how to say no, you can't do everything. So those are keys work, you know, time management, having a planner, establishing boundaries and learning how to say no. You can say no with love and say it with a smile, but still no, you can't do everything. Yes. So in this episode, I think you've handed us several keys to the city, Tiffany. Um, (laughs) So I know that you've been speaking directly to me and I'm sure that a lot of our listeners feel you've also been speaking directly to them. So tell us where our listeners can find you online if they want a little bit more of your organized energy. Oh, great. Um, I would be so excited to hear from any of your listeners. Um, So on LinkedIn, I can be found at Tiffany Williams, CLC. So that's C is in certified, L is in life, C is in coach, certified life coach, Tiffany Williams, CLC. So that's on LinkedIn. On Instagram, it's simply organized energy. And then my website is organizedenergy.co. 
And so there you can find information on all that I do. And um, it would be my honor to even have a a complimentary 10-minute exploration call with anyone who is wanting to discuss any of these issues they may be having. Um, So I don't do this just because I thought, oh, I should do this for a business. I do this because I've experienced this and become um, so passionate about helping others go through it that um, I wake up every morning and can't wait to work with the next person. It's just exciting for me. I really love that. And listeners, please be sure to let her know where you found her on the Read My Lipstick podcast. Thank you so much for joining the show today, Tiffany. Oh, thank you so much for having me and just blessings and blessings and blessings to you. I love what you're doing. Keep it up. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Read My Lipstick podcast. Follow us on Instagram at the Red Lip Collective, on Twitter at the Red Lip Co., or check back for updates on our website at theredlipcollective.com. Talk to you soon. Bye. Red lipstick, red lipstick, red lipstick, red lipstick, red lipstick. All the boys on the kiss from a red